Darkness imprisoning me. All that I see, absolute horror. I cannot live. I cannot. Barney, first you take the penis and you crunch them. You take a penis and you crunch it. Yeah, the penis. Oh my God, <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> I just want to say I'm not that clown's boyfriend. Dad nabbit. This is. Who the hell are you people? Quitters never give up. Go ahead. And uh, from what I understand. Twitter's never give up. Fucking amazing. But Twitter's never never give up. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Twitter's never. Twitter's never give up. That's it. Twitter's never give up. Because I said Twitter's never give up, and he said that's all they do. Yeah, mommy likey. Hola, party people. It's Twitter's never give up. This is episode uh, ninety-five, brought to you by Jankytown, part of the Jankytown Podcast Network. I am Christopher. Let's say hi to every one of the other quitters that. Are co-hosting with me. Let's say hello to Lindsay, who's oh. laughing in the fuck. Hello. <laughs> this is going to be a good one, I think. I think so too. It's going to be, you know, a pretty interesting one. Lots of last minutes putting together of stuff and things and oh, God. things, we're including sentences. Is what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> we're well rehearsed, well oiled. All of our bits are written out. All right. Let's say hello to listener Edwin. Hello there. And Jennifer Sunshine. What up, party people? All right. All right. So let's get started with a review of the Ralph Report Live. Yay. 50% of us were there. <laughs> uh, Edwin, you want to start? Uh, yes, it was very fun. We invited our favorite listener, Steve, to go with us. And Steve's uh, we alive. got in. That's right. Okay. Uh, we got in. We're a little bit late ish. We're like halfway down the line. So we had seats that were on the side of the stage, which I thought was going to be a bummer, but it's exactly where they went to go on the stage. So we got oh, a high nice. five from Ralph and Queen Jay and uh, Steve Ashton and Eddie. So it turned out to be great seats. Oh, we had so much fun. Cool. Yeah. We got to see nothing but butts, though, the whole show. <laughs> butts. Well, who says that's a bad thing? Yeah. <laughs> Queen Jay was on stage. She did a live version of Hello Death, both nice. in English and in French. So it was nice. Cool. Wow. An acoustic version. It was very pretty. <laughs> there, was a, there was a cuckold joke because uh, Eddie had to hold the mic for her voice. And um, Jackpot, I mean, uh, uh, Steve had to hold the, the mic for the guitar. So he's like, I'm over here. You know, he's got one in one end and one in one mic and one in one mic and the other. We're going to do a live version of the Hello Death theme song. Acoustic. This is Hello Death Unplugged. It's going to be interesting. We're going to have Eddie. I'm mic in your mouth. Yeah. Careful. It's not chip a tooth here. Tracy, did you know, did you know about this? Mike. <laughs> She's okay with it. Steve's going to mic the guitar. You're going to mic her mouth. And I'm the cuckold in the corner who just watches, I guess. My mic's nowhere near her. I don't know what's going on. Let's do this. Oh my. 
Did you electrocute yourself or run into a shelf? Hello, death. Nice. Did you eat poison mold or just get old? Hello, death. Did you fall from the sky? Ralph Garman will know why, even though you said goodbye. Hello, death. Steve came out as Jackpot, which was pretty awesome. I was wondering if that was just another, like the crew, the, Steve, the nickname that Steve was going to get. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I brought in some Jackpot the Clown, but you know, Ralph does that Jackpot the Clown voice for Eddie when he picks a food and says a bunch of dirty things to him. Says a bunch of. Was he there I'll last night? In your mouth. Um, yeah, he did the voice last night. Steve couldn't do the voice, but he did a lot of dry humping of, of Eddie and as many people as he could. Remember, this is not this Eddie. This is Eddie Pence. Right. I did not get dry humped last night. <laughs> he wished. Is there dry hump me? <laughs> that was extra. I didn't pay extra. Okay. Oh, I don't think you've told them the big secret is that Steve Ashton came out dressed like a clown. The creepiest clown you ever saw. I don't think I mentioned that he came out as jackpot yet. No. <laughs> no. Why would you? Eddie. Is there is there a weird delay in Zoom? No. <laughs> We've not only talked about that the last five minutes, but have been talking about that for the last five minutes. Oh, I thought he just mentioned jackpot, Ralph doing the voice. Yeah. Was, Steve, you're too good at being a creepy clown, is what I'm saying. Jackpot the clown. Oh my God. I did not expect Jackpot the Clown to make an appearance tonight. It's a tribute act. A tribute uh, act? I can't do the voice. <laughs> it's Jackpot Mania. Not Jackpot, but an incredible simulation. Yes, it is. So fucking creepy. Terrifying. That's terrifying. It's terrifying. For those who are new to the live shows, We've been doing these for a number of years now, and Steve, when he shows up, always has a costume to wear, but he always keeps it concealed, not only from you guys in the audience, but from those of us on the show as well. So we never know what he's going to be when he comes out. And I have to say, this may be an all-time uh, great. We should stop the show and just go the fuck home right now. <laughs> Let's be honest. With, from this point, it's done. You may be right. I've peaked. But I can get it dry clean. Yeah, it's a dry clean only outfit, I think. A lot of a lot of Steve's jokes didn't or or were a little off center. They didn't quite land, and he would he would make fun of that, and then he'd give a creepy clown look over to the side. He was scaring everybody on the panel. I think Ralph was like, "Look, look the other way." A lot of times. And we waited in line for the meet and greet afterwards, so we got to see everybody. And Ralph remembered us, and Queen Jay remembered us. I, I thought for sure they would forget. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, it was very nice because I was talking to Eddie. I go, hey, Eddie, I'm an Edwin, too. And Ralph, he looks at me, Edwin, you're that Edwin. I'm like, yeah, from the old show. So that was very nice. And Queen Jay remembered she was on our podcast, remembered being Christopher. So nice. that made my night. That's really sweet. Yeah, it was very cool. Yeah. The craziest part was when Edwin brought all the hookers and the cocaine out. I was just <laughs> blew my mind just all over the place. It's a good night. <laughs> hey, well, 
After 10 p.m., Edwin is a totally different beast. Should we do the flashback? Let's do the flashback. Hello and welcome to a very special flashback. Because I'm going to introduce you now. Flashback. And now, flashback. Let's have a look at this. Just play the intro. This is a, a way to highlight the strengths of different characters Probably on the show. Should just go ahead and move so, on to whatever. It's our way of saying next. thanks, Lisa, for the hard work you do every day doing traffic for us on the Kevin and Beach Show. Mm-hmm. There you go. And now, a moment with Lisa May. 101 at the 405. Might be the right to the, uh, to. That was a <laughs> moment with Lisa May. There you go. She, she is good. She is good. <laughs> Smooth. Now for- and now, a moment with Lisa May. Hey, this is Lisa May. I'll be there pounding some brews. That was a moment with Lisa May. Well, that's a nice way to start off Friday. Just thought we'd start that way. Oh, thank you. I miss Lisa. She was fun. Remember how fun she was? She's right here. Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed having her on the show for all those years. Yeah. I mean, I'm enjoying getting to know Natalie, believe me, but it, I do miss Lisa May. Natalie is not here, Bean. This is Lisa. She's been it's here for me. weeks now since Natalie. Natalie just comes in sometimes. What the hell? <laughs> and now, a moment with Lisa May. Wicked cool, yeah? That was a moment <laughs> with Lisa May. <laughs> How is that a moment? That's just me being cool. Well, that's true. It's just you being cool. <laughs> and now, a moment with Lisa May. 101 at the 405. Might be the right to be, uh, to... That was a moment with Lisa May. And a good wow. one. I helped no one that day. That was a mental sig alert right there. <laughs> <laughs> and now, a moment with Lisa May. I'm Lisa. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you got back up on me. That was a moment with Lisa May. Stunning to me. Hello. Hi. Hello. Little fo- there we go. It's stunning gotcha. to me that... Uh, Lisa May, with as much experience she has swallowing as she does, uh, she every once in a while gets caught well, up. Well, every once in sure. a while it does happen, yeah. you know. These did are you fun pull to those, do. or was that a thing that they did live to string in no, all I those Lisa up. segments together? Okay, nice. Uh, yeah, I know. I just Thank <clears> you. <throat> I'm always up for some Lisa May clips. Uh, it was the, just for you. Thank you. The, the Natalie one. What was the Natalie joke? When Lisa was on vacation, Natalie would fill in for traffic. I don't She's remember. right that two of those were sound bites, not moments with, technically. It was very hard to get a, a moment with Lisa. She was always very clean and, and clear, thought out, not like me. <laughs> All right, next one. Did you guys see that Michael Vick was signed by the Philadelphia Eagles? That's amazing. I mean, he's an electrifying player and all. But, you know, I think he was drowning in debt. That's why they got him. Personally, I think the Eagles are still going to be underdogs. But, man, uh, that NFC is just going to be a dogfight all year. That's a good point. But, uh, you know, I think his bark is a lot worse than his bite, though. But, God, he has the attitude of a pit bull. So maybe he can come back. If he can't tell, I hate the MFR. No, what about dog. the dogs? What about the dogs? Exactly. I think that was a good attempt. That dude. Mm-hmm. He, got he worked thrown, on that. He got thrown out at first. But, I mean, it was a, <laughs> it was a try. He, he tried to work in a lot of uh, yep. hate for the Eagles, and especially Michael Vick. So uh-huh. good, good on him. Good on him. <laughs> hey, they can all be winners, right? Right, Christopher? Nothing. They came around. It, I liked it. I thought it was funny. It was well thought yeah. out. So this needs no introduction, but it may need a reminder that heaven was waiting for this for a very long time. 
Now we need to we need to spin the wheel because we have too let's many. Let's talk more about movies, animal stories. Let's talk about and movies. We instead. have a wheel Something here that people would enjoy. Versus what we do is we uh, read an animal story, animal voices. and then we talk to someone that's involved in the story. Right. Aren't you embarrassed? Don't you have any shame? On the wheel is the... <laughs> really? You're asking that now? <laughs> On the wheel At is long the... long sir, have you no shame? <laughs> the Russian dog girl. Uh-huh. Uh, the suicidal New York City turtles. Oh, yeah. Oh, how have that. we not talked to the turtles yet? Come on. The zombie fire ants. Oh, yeah. I, I know you love them. The Russian dog girl. <laughs> the attacking Komodo dragon. Wow, she's on there twice. The gay German penguins. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, the they Argentinian the mega colony ants. I love that. And the pimp and chimps. <laughs> so pimp those... and chimps. I saw them at the troop, by the way. They're awesome. <laughs> All right. So you're going to spin that wheel, and whichever one it lands on, that's the one we're going to talk to on the phone. That's correct. What if I don't leave the room when you when Well, they know what I'll answer when we call, I guess. <laughs> Quick bit. Ladies and gentlemen. What? The zombie oh, fire ants. No! Sounds like something out of science fiction, but it's too real. This is a true story out of Texas. Fire ants, apparently... Hey, where'd Ralph go? Doesn't he want to hear the story? <laughs> he does not want to hear it, oddly enough. Fire ants apparently uh, are destroying their crops and destroying everything uh, that they hold sacred. So scientists have brought in flies, forid flies, I think is how you say it. Mm -hmm. And these flies lay their eggs in the ants' colonies. And then they get inside the ants and they eat away at their brain. And then these ants... Which are dead, walk, wander the earth for two up to two weeks before their head falls off. Oh, that's... Wait a second. Hold so, on. Hold on a second. They have no brain, basically? They're just They're walking around? They're wandering aimlessly. They are zombie oh, fire ants. That's so creepy. They're attacking ants with flies. That's what's going yes, on in this story. to control them. Yes. Wow. Okay, but do these zombie fire ants, they can they do anything to it, or do they just kind of, their feet keep moving, but they don't have any intent or purpose? They're not biting or eating or anything like sure that? They're just I wandering? I that information, and I thought what we would do was talk to somebody involved in the story. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, we're calling about the zombie fire ant story. Is this uh, a, one of the doctors in the article? Uh, me, zombie ants. Oh, you're the zombie ant. Uh, what are the chances? Uh, <laughs> me have small, tiny phone. <laughs> uh, we have a good signal. Thank you. What service do you use? AT&T. Oh, it's very uh, impressive. All right, so I'll ask you the question that I was just po- pondering on the air here, hold which on, is... Hold on one second. Listen to yes. lame-ass sound effects behind me. Oh, those sound like some of your fellow ants. What the hell? What sounds is like, that? Sounds like Willy Wonka making chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, Turn that who's, down. In, who's in charge of the sound effects there in the colony? Uh, fly named Omar. Oh, oh yeah. I see. Okay. All right. So here's my question, if I can hear you at all. And that is, can you think, do you eat, or do you just walk because you're dead up upstairs? We just walk. We totally harmless. But this what? worst story ever you do. <laughs> no, because the whole thing about zombies, and you guys are taking this very cavalierly, considering it's such a serious story, is that they will bite you and turn you into a zombie. Not us. We don't do that. We just wander aimlessly for two weeks and die. Well, that's what I thought. It sounds like that they've kind of they've taken it, they've taken all the danger out of the zombie ant once they're dead There's by no the fly. There's no such thing as taking the danger away from the zombie. Uh...
Look, it's a here's much way I, less interesting story. Here's the way uh, I'm going to describe it to you, Kevin. Right. If you cut off a chicken's head, the chicken may still flail around on the ground for some period of time, but the chicken can't bite you because the chicken has no head and no beak. It's the same thing with the, the ants. The ants have are a dead. Head. Right, but they're dead. They're not thinking. They're not doing anything. Am that's, I right, Mr. Ant? Uh, <laughs> but that's true of all zombies, Bino Bean. Bifida is right. <laughs> wow. Uh, How did you know all that? Uh, <laughs> so you don't bite anyone ever? No. Uh, well, you're not much of a zombie, are you? Uh, nope. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of a letdown. Uh, <laughs> why, why do you make so many zombie noises? <laughs> what else am I going to do walking around for two weeks? That's true. And you're not biting anyone. What do I do, blog? A blog? <laughs> you can tweet. You can tweet. I can't tweet. Oh. No opposable thumbs. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nothing but trouble for you. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Good luck. Good luck with all that. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> okay. So good. This kind of sounds like the plot of The Last of Us, though, if anybody's watching that on HBO. I was going to say that. Yeah. Shall, shall we do the roundup? Yes. <laughs> We get into this. Don't get too excited about that. All right. Thank you, big dog. You don't want to out crazy me. Oh. Yeah. Do I, not out crazy me. Nailed it. You get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. The answer is. Fuck you. Ah. <laughs> what? What is this? Bring out the ball gag. <laughs> all right. This week on all of the podcast, uh, let's get started with the Gilded playlist. Going on to their next week's playlist. Track two, Pepper. Mm. Is the butthole surfers? Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's my submit. Part of it was I really love that song. Part of it was I wanted to hear them say the butthole surfers. I can't wait to hear them, you know, rag on that song for about 15 minutes. I like that song. What's wrong with yeah, that song? Well, I don't know. I I mean, listening to it back, it's it's a it's a pure 90s song. I mean, it's yeah. got a rap verse or half rap, a white rap verse, I guess you could say. But the chorus is the chorus is what I really love, which they don't get to here, but they'll play it next week. All right, let's go to Kevin and Sluggo and uh, a raccoon's balls. This is a bizarre story. A railroad worker rescued a raccoon from an oncoming train after its testicles froze to the track. First thing I was picturing as you were saying that is those old timey movies, black and white. Yes. And the heroine is tied. But suddenly uh -huh. it's a raccoon whose nuts are stuck Correct. to the track. Yes, frozen. It was 10 degrees. <laughs> oh, man. Neil Mullis is the guy's name. He found the traumatized animal and carefully freed him using warm water and a shovel. Wow, that's nice. While the train was bearing down the it whole time? It wasn't bearing down, I don't believe. Oh, okay. Thank I you. did post this story, and it's a pretty funny picture of a... Of a little raccoon just looking up like somebody, please. He God. looks really unhappy. He's having the worst raccoon day of his life. <laughs> he is, yes. Here's the guy who rescued him. Little bastard's nuts froze to the rail. <laughs> little bastard's nuts froze to the rail. You wouldn't think that he'd be the one to go out there and rescue him. You know, he'd be like, I'm going to pull up a chair and watch this. And then he recaps it for well, us. Good for him. Operation was performed. Little fella's safe. There's the rest of his nut hair. <laughs> God damn. Ha! Damn. 
That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. Ah, damn. <laughs> uh, let's go over to Janky Town. Janky Town featured special guest Dr. Rachel. And, of course, they brought out their A-game. And here's the open. Dope-ass fool. Higher the socks. Doper the fool. <laughs> the higher the fool, the downer the socks. Uh, nice. Wait, can you do that again? Just like so nope, nope. That no, you only get one slate. Here's my second slate. You ready? All right, go for it. Here we go. All right, you ready for this? Do it, do it, do it. Here we go. Slate it up. He's slating. Wow. So talented. Fuck! I didn't put any water in this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was wondering where the... Is that? We go put some water. We go put some water in real quick. A few moments later. Take two. Much smoother. Yeah. Let's get this going. Uh, What did that... Whoa, we're starting the intro already? Oh. Okay. Okay, coach. A well-oiled machine. You understand he tried to smoke a bong without any water in it. it, it I did not yeah. understand that. If there's one thing <laughs> a bear mug should know, it's how to use a bong. Jeez. With Dr. Rachel there, Muggs had to reach out to her to seek special help for his special condition. Fact. What's the condition where I will literally say the opposite meaning of what I'm trying to say? Like, what? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, look how square this beach ball is and like mean it instead of saying round. Sometimes. You legitimately do that? I legitimately like, do Like on purpose no. or accidentally? Accident. Like I have no control over it. What the fuck is that? Are you just like not paying attention? No, I'll be like Samuel L. Jackson is one of my favorite white guys. <laughs> I swear to God. That is not true. I swear to God. He is not a white not guy, Muggs. Have you heard him? I've never like, heard him say anything like, that stupid. God, like, um, it was so, I once, uh, what, what, am I, what am I trying to say? <laughs> yeah, what are you trying to say? Yeah, I... Okay, it's not that extreme, but it, like, it, I say the opposite of okay. what, I, what, I'm, what I mean. But it's not, like, anything like the examples you just gave. It's so hard when it happens. Like, I'm going to try to remember the next time I do it. It hasn't happened get, in a yeah, while. Yeah, get back to me, you know? Yeah, it, happens, it hasn't happened in a while. Okay. But like, did it, you think, like, oh, there's water in my bong. I'm just going to smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Great example. example. <laughs> there's water in my pipe. I would call that a pipe instead of a bong. Knowing full well it's a bong. But I would just say pipe. Uh-huh. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Uh, I don't think he needs a doctor for that. Uh, the diagnosis is you high, motherfucker. You just high. Exactly. Your condition <laughs> high is too high itis. No, I I remember very vividly that I did this once where somebody asked me for food and I said, oh, yeah, you can have it. I'm starving. And I was like, why did I say that? I don't know. I think there's something to that. We're all a little bit like Kevin. Well, people misspeak all the time. I mean, listen to the beginning of the podcast here today um yeah but i think there's a difference between like stumbling over your words and saying what is exactly the opposite of the situation like i i'm, I'm with you bugs i know what you're talking about 
Um, I don't, I don't know what to say to that. I figured we'd all be on the same page that mugs was just really high because of the way that totally. clip went. But and plus, a bong with no water is a pipe. You can still smoke it. <laughs> but he knows the it's more not a you pipe. know. You get the more you know clip, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh okay uh that's uh wow um all right so <laughs> what the just, fuck is wrong i'm thrown you? off with 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 Lindsay going i am there with you mugs because i, I just thought <laughs> yeah that's threw me off I, I figured we'd all be on the same he's just high as fuck page anyhow uh they did a quiz and like all the quizzes on the podcast they are very controversial but i think this one was the most controversial Question two has to do with Pokemon. <gasps> Fuck yeah. Oh my God. I just stood up. I got so excited. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> this is bias, I think. Rachel. Yeah. What year did Pokemon debut in the United States? Oh. 10 seconds. Um, 1997? <laughs> 1998. It is 1998. Fuck. But no X for you. Beer mug. You know a lot about Pokemon? Very little. Okay, great. Your question is, what color... Squirtle. What color is Pikachu? Oh. 10 seconds. Yellow. Are you fucking ding, kidding ding, ding, me? Ding, 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 ding. Mugs is on the board. <laughs> Sweet, we're tied. All right. Question three. That was bullshit. All the questions seem to be bullshit. I mean, they would ask Dr. Rachel some pretty difficult questions. Then, what you know, mug would be asked, "What's the color of an orange?" Okay. It was, it was pretty <laughs> one-sided. But mug came out. Mugs came out on top. There's no nice. justice for Dr. Rachel. I don't know anything about Pokemon. I know that Pikachu is yellow. I don't know. Anyhow, let's go over to the Ralph report. Dr. Rachel got on a call. Let's see if she got any justice on the Ralph report. Well, Dr. Rachel to the rescue. Hi, Ralph and Eddie. This is Dr. Rachel. Um, I'm just calling about the crayon crayon thing. So it's definitely regional. Um, I grew up in Michigan and I've always said crayon. Saying crayon seems weird to me, even though I can recognize with my eyes and my brain that that's probably how it should be said. But in Michigan, I'm assuming other parts of the Midwest probably we say crayon. But we say a bunch of shit weird, though, so I accept your scorn. I get it. It doesn't make sense, but you can call it crayon, though. That's cool. Uh, just a regional difference. The more you know. <laughs> Love you. Mean it. Bye. There you go. It's regional. I thought it might have been a regional. Crayon. 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 Is, uh, is a Midwest thing. Gotcha. To which I say, get your fucking life together. <laughs> come from philly fix your life you and might, learn how to say things you say weird shit in philly? i had to learn how to unsay a bunch of stuff once i got <laughs> released into the wild so they can too so no justice for dr rachel on, on ralph report either uh it did remind me though of this drop bing fix your goddamn life this week was the week of larry it was uh larry king will glenda be there and there's a bunch of funny larry drops that he did but I think the Larry that stole the show this week was Prospector Larry. This guy giving you problems? Oh, my God, no. I got a pickaxe that'll That's fix his little red wagon. It's not a pickaxe. What a, we do is the penis we wake he's sleeping. And we sleep. We sneak up on him. We pull back the burlap uh, sack nope. that's covering him. 
and we plunge that axe. You're not plunging anything. Right into his sphincter. In, wow. You've never seen wow. a man die so poorly as uh. when you jam a pickaxe up his asshole. <laughs> Where's the the more you know drop again? <laughs> I could, he oh my god there, there was so many moments that I had to I had to cut through for that that drop but the prospector Larry was just hilarious the whole time he did it he did one one moment where it was him and Jackpot talking to Larry yes. being totally fucked up yes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> By the way, not to be a, a Budinsky, but Ralph's prospector sounds just like it's old man voice. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Not much of a prospector in it to me. Like his Larry Flint voice. Ralph is so good at voices. I was surprised by that. Why you gotta why you gotta pull back the veil there, Eddie? Just recycling it a little bit. Yeah. All right. Uh on what was it on the Tuesday episode, Ralph was riding the drinking horse. I love to ride on the drinking horse. And he failed at Tongue Twister Tuesday. White rice wine, right? Right. <laughs> this is impossible. <laughs> okay. Oh no, this is not impossible. I can do this. I'm a professional. I'm a broadcaster. I swear. I swear. I'm a professional broadcaster. <laughs> okay. White rice wine. White rice wine. Start sounding Scooby Doo. Right, right, wine. <laughs> like Zoin Scoob. Let's get some sake. Okay. <laughs> white rice wine. White rice wine. Right. White rice wine. White rice wine. White rice wine. Right. White rice wine. Right rice wine. White rice wine. Oh, it's fuck. Just give it to yourself. Just yeah, you did it, man. You did it. Good job, Timmy. <laughs> so of course, when it was Eddie's turn. You know, it was a challenge. It had to be a challenge. Good job, little Timmy. You did it, buddy. <laughs> I didn't do it. You did it. It's not it's possible. Little, maybe a little pat on the head. It's not possible. Whew. If you get this right, I'll give you a $20 Ooh. bill. Oh, my God. Okay. Now a there's money on the line. $20 oh. bill. Mm. I don't know if it'll be crisp or not. It's in my, it's in my, will, will it be rolled my, up? It's in my crotch. <laughs> no, no. Well, that's dollar bills. Dollar bills. Oh, okay. Here we go. Mm. All right. White rice wine, white rice wine, white rice wine. Did you just do that? I think I just did it. Did he just do that? Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, oh. Rap, rap, rap. <laughs> Give me that 20. Fuck mm. me. I take Venmo or PayPal. I got to say that since the new year started, the Ralph report has just been laugh out loud so many times just yes. consistently it, it's just been so much i don't know I, I, maybe it's because i miss them for a while when they're off but just coming back to it it just i i've just been laughing hysterically throughout the whole show well and dare i say um queen jen sitting in there as well so maybe they're not that she speaks or she's on the show that often i think she shows up pretty much on fridays but i think there might be that extra energy in the room that kind of little extra giddiness or she's laughing in the background or something like that. Yeah, it could be that he has an audience to perform to. Mm -hmm. Could be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's go over to Cup of Tina chat. And this weekend, the show almost ended. Bean almost had a heart attack. It was now 9.59. Yeah. So I called Donna. 
or the police because clearly I'm dead, right? Clearly. But Donna was my next step. Okay. No answer. And then I thought to myself, oh, God. They're walking those goddamn dogs. He doesn't have his phone on him. He has no idea. He totally forgot somehow after we literally talked about it an hour prior. Yeah, I know. Look, I'm not saying I have an excuse. I screwed up the time. In my head, I had 10 a.m., 10 a.m., 10 a.m. because that's what I told Mark, and I knew you on, and Mark are on the East Coast time zone, and for whatever reason, that's what stuck is 10 a.m. I did not make the translation to 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. Central. So... I'm feeding the dogs, by the way. Right. Donna yells out, hey, uh, Allie and Mark are in the waiting room. And I almost had a heart attack because I realized in that second exactly what had happened. And then it was already after 10 a.m. And I well, just raced up here to try to put everything together. So a little background on that. They had one-time Hall of Famer Mark Thompson from the Mark and Brian show for the bonus episode. And so Bean had scheduled him for... Uh, what was it, the 10 o'clock, but he got his East Coast, West Coast, Central time mixed up. And so that's why he almost had the heart attack and was late for one time Hall of Famer, Mark Thompson. Here's a couple of clips of, you know, Mark talking to his fans. Love me, lick me, love me. And, you know, other messages from Mark. My ass. So go ahead and listen <laughs> to that bonus episode. I thought it was a really good interview. Oh, no, it was great. Yeah. No, um, and just kind of understanding their background or, mm -hmm. you know, what they were going through while we were listening to Kevin and Bean or flipping channels or whatever we did back then. And um, but I, it was for an hour and a half interview. Um, and a lot of times, you know, you doze off on these podcasts. Sometimes they just go off on tangents. Uh, it was really good. I was in listening the entire time. Yeah, there was a lot of background that Bean gave. Um, mm -hmm. with all of the things he was going through, like all of the anxiety he was experiencing. And they very much lived a, 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 a life that uh, they could both really relate to. I mean, mm -hmm. being the same market. I thought it was interesting that Howard Stern, because they were number one when Howard Stern came into LA, Howard Stern ignored Kevin and Bean and went right for Mark and Brian. And basically, in a sense, killed the show. I remember Howard Stern being really big but I never paid attention to him. I, I, I remember Howard Stern being big in the 90s. Yeah. And king of all media. And he had the movies and stuff like that. I don't mm -hmm. remember. But apparently he would go into a market and he'd go after the number one show. And he'd go after them by talking a bunch of trash on the show. And he essentially said that Mark and Brian stole all their bits from him. So I guess Howard Stern did a bunch of Elvis and fucking Mayberry humor or something. I don't know all the fan base for Mark and Brian turned on them. Hmm. He tells this one story where he go, they went to an event where they would normally get cheered and, and the crowd loved them. They went to that event just to get their spirits up and they got booed. They got yeah. booed by all these people yeah. that were loyal fans of theirs. All thanks to Howard Stern. And then Bean actually also retells that story that Frank Murphy told about Michael, the maintenance man going to Rick Dees' house and the police yeah. report. And then he tells a back-end story on that as well. So it's a good listen. Yeah. Yeah, some good Rick D stories, which I'm always up for myself. All right, let's go over to uh, the phone calls. Edwin got a call on about Bewitched. Here is our old friend Edwin calling in with an interesting point. Hey, Bean. Hey, Ali. Edwin from the Quitters Never Give Up podcast here. I'm calling to congratulate you on the Mrs. Kravitz reference 
Good job, Bean. The kids love a bewitched reference now in 2023. I did say that, didn't I? I did. We were talking talking about a nosy neighbor yeah. or something, uh, and I, I'm, and it just tiny. is so natural because yeah. I grew up watching Bewitched. But there must be a lot of people who were like, "Who the hell is Mrs. Kravitz?" Like, would have no clue who that character was. But then he goes on with more bewitched questions. The odd thing about that show was the first guy was named Dick York. The next guy was Dick Sargent. Very confusing when I was a kid watching that. So I was just curious. Did you have a preference? How about you, Allie? What kind of dick do you like? Yeah, who is your favorite Edwin? dick? Do you remember? <laughs> Good Lord. Please buy me dinner before this talk. <laughs> I was very confused as to who was who. Yes, well, Dick York was for the most of the series. It, the first Darren was Dick York, okay. like six years of Dick York. And then he, if I remember correctly, I think he got injured. I think he hurt himself in an, an accident of some, and then he wasn't able to work anymore. So they replaced him for the last two or three seasons, whatever it was, with another actor named Dick Sargent. Okay. But they both played the They were both Samantha's husband, Darren right. Stevens. God, I loved that show. Yeah, you did. I loved Bewitch. Then she was the one that lived in the little... Um vase right no that was genie that was i dream of genie that was bar reed oh i see i'm sorry yes but i had the biggest crush on elizabeth montgomery mm -hmm. she could was you so twinkle your nose I, I mean i think i wiggle it i don't think yeah. i could do i certainly couldn't do it as cute as as she did but i love tabitha tabitha was adorable she was so cute and who was the woman that wore the moo moo and the big earrings that was esmeralda right her aunt i think her aunt esmeralda yeah. Does that sound right? Yes. Esmeralda? I think so. I could be wrong. It's been a while, but I did grow up with that show, and uh, and there were two dicks, so you got your choice there. Lindsay, Lindsay, wake up. The clip's over now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, and, uh, full disclosure, Allie did eventually correct herself and say it was Endora that wore oh, all the movies. Oh, thank God. And it was her mother. It was her mother. Endora, yeah. Who hated Darren? Oh my God. That show was amazing. I loved that show as a kid. Mm -hmm. it, it's very, watching it now, it's it's very, um, I, I, I guess, anti feminist because you got this man holding mm -hmm. this woman down from all her powers right. and everything that she could be. And that was my thing when I was a kid. I was like, why, why, why don't you, why, why don't you want her to like do all the amazing things she could do? Yeah, right? he would get mad if she would use magic to do something easily. My God, yeah. if that was my wife, it'd be magic all day. <laughs> Which is well, actually true in real life, too, as everybody knows. Yeah. Well, it was the same on I Dream of Jeannie. Exactly. You know, she was had to sit in a bottle and not use her powers. And fun fact, Edwin, there were two Tabithas on that show as well. They were fraternal twins. So oh, in some episodes right. you'll see they look they look different. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're saying the actress was yes. fraternal twins. Okay. Hey, that's a good fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> For future reference, Dick York, black and white, Dick Sergeant color. That's an easy way to remember. Well, I believe there's some Dick York episodes that are in color. Or Very maybe they were colorized. I don't know. Uh, but fun funner fact. Dick Sargent was originally cast in the pilot, but he couldn't oh. do it because of movie obligations. Wow. And then Dick York injured his back a few years prior in a movie. And and he he couldn't, he was just doing the show with a bad back. And so there's some later episodes that he's in where he just doesn't move. He just either lying down or sitting in the chair or on the couch. And then eventually 
he got ill, collapsed, and they had to replace him with Dick Sargent. Wow. As a also, kid, I didn't know. And here's another fun, fun, fun fact. <laughs> it, was TV, it was the first TV show that where the uh, couple slept in the same bed. That's that was uh, I Love Lucy. They didn't no. sleep in the same bed. They and they did after beds. she had the baby. Uh, maybe the monsters did away. The monsters. That's right. Oh, okay. oh yeah. He was that's a fun, away. fun, fun, fun fact. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> and that's not even true either. Because there's some show that no one remembers that was the first to have a husband and wife. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is our show pilot for old splaining. This is what right. we're going to do. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, to go further into this, what? some weirdo called and had some corrections and more fun facts. Oh, no. Our old friend Christopher has a couple of points to make. Hey, Alan Bean. It's uh, Christopher from Quitters Never Give Up, uh, the podcast about the thing. I have a slight correction and a fun fact. On Wednesday's quiz, the musical question should have been how many notes in a major scale? Because there are actually other scales with different amounts of notes, like the major pentatonic scale, is scale which has five notes. Right, and I asked how many scales. How many, what was the question? Is how many how many notes in a scale? Is what it was. And the answer was seven. Okay, but as you're now pointing out, not at the time of the quiz, but in as as our listeners pointing out, there are different kinds of musical scales. Look, and I feel like I counted a major scale as seven because I said C D E F G A B, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then I didn't count the C again. <gasps> well. Look, what? I'm in the weeds on this. Uh, we got a, a couple of other calls and people who are saying there are different kinds of musical scales. I don't do all the extreme research. I'm not writing for Jeopardy. All right. It's a podcast. This was a the major scale consists of seven notes and an octave note. I didn't then. OK, yeah. yeah. Well, seven is the answer that was in the newspaper where I right. got the question. So okay. I, I don't really further vet beyond if somebody tells me it's right. <laughs> I pretty much agree with them. I believe them. So. I apologize. Okay. So I don't know if this is a justice for Abel's situation. I think you both got it wrong, so I don't think it would have affected the play of the game, I guess is Listen, what I'm saying. Uh, here's the bottom line. Abel has a boat. He's he better than all of us. Yeah, he He's fine. Need, He's he on his boat right now. He doesn't care. He's got a hot wife and a, and a boat. Yep, you're absolutely right. All right, back to Christopher because he's got a fun fact for us, and this truly is a fun fact. Also, as for the fun fact, in Bewitched, not only were there two Dicks or two Darrens, there were also two Mrs. Kravitzes. The first Mrs. Kravis, Alice Pierce, was replaced after she died from cancer during the second season. Uh, well, maybe this wasn't that fun of a fact, but the point is, is there were two dicks and two Kravitzes on Bewitched. Keep up the work. There can't be very many shows where two pretty essential characters have both been replaced yeah. and played by other actors during the run of the show. That's very uncommon, I think. I don't love those first couple seasons. Bad stuff happened. Bad stuff is happening. <laughs> That was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I got called old friend. I got promoted. Just nice. like Lindsay from, from semi-producer to producer, I am now old friend Christopher. Nice. But Edwin had said in our in our discussions last night, Edwin said that there was more shows where they replaced characters like that. Which other show did you remember, Edwin? Uh, Green Acres. There were two Mrs. Ziffles. So it's it's happened a few times. <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, every soap opera to ever exist. Roseanne. Yeah. Oh, Roseanne. Who's replacing Roseanne? Oh, the, the daughter. The daughter. Era Chalk mm. and uh, the other girl. Yeah. Oh, I'm calling that in tonight. Family Guy. <laughs> the voice of Meg was oh, different. Oh, that's right. 
That's true. But that's a cartoon. That was Lacey Chabert, first season. Mm-hmm. And then Mila Kunis. Well, these are good. I'm calling all these up. Mm. Call them in, Edwin. Yeah, please. <laughs> so it could be on the podcast next week. So I can cut out of another podcast. You're, at this point, you're going to have your own Bewitched special episode. So just start getting fun facts about Bewitched together. Oh, we have them. We don't even need to get them together. Didn't you see? Didn't you just experience the last 15 minutes of the show? <laughs> Christopher said it's the soft launch of old splaining. This whole Bewitched thing. All right. Well, that's the podcast roundup. It's. It's it's over now, Lindsay. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> One, two, three. It's a new day. Oh, Our feature presentation. Week of oh. 2012. I am not generally down with the burps. This is the week that was January 23 to 27, 2012. Why is Lisa not down with the burps? Let's go to the opening montage for the week and see what happened. What part of shut the f*** up? Don't you understand? What, what part? Is it the shut or the f***? What the f*** don't you understand? Morning, sunshine. Never say that again. <laughs> you hear that and now this is the big one boys this is the one that brings us back soon am radio will reign king once more our feature presentation how does a guy or a girl burp that long Don't talent you, that is pure talent you'd have to be like 200 pounds and then lose 100 pounds while you're doing it <laughs> maybe we need to have some people call in and see how long they can burp that I can't believe you just suggested that. I can't believe that came out of your mouth, That's Lisa. the best idea that's ever come out of Lisa's mouth, and she's going to hate it when we do it. So that was Lisa's idea. Lovely Lisa of all people. Let's skip forward a few days and see what they did to build on that. Let's talk burping, ladies and gentlemen. Yay. <laughs> Let's talk burping. 1-800-520-1067. We are looking for burpers here today. We won't spend much time on this, but we were fascinated because a couple of days ago, uh, in a sound montage at the beginning of the show, we ended up playing the f- awesome clip of Will Ferrell as Buddy the Elf from the great movie Elf. And we were all uh, kind of refascinated by listening to this. <laughs> Did you hear that? No, I missed it. Sorry, buddy. Do it again. And we were wondering, is it possible that that's real? Is there anybody who can burp like that? I'm sure Will Ferrell didn't do it. Is it some sort of movie magic? What's the deal? Well, we did a little bit of research, Lisa, and we found out that the belch, which, by the way, is 12 seconds long, was supplied by voice actor Maurice LaMarche, who is also the brain on Pinky and the Brain. I love Mostly because I love Maurice LaMarche. Mm -hmm. He's also on Futurama. He's... Crazy talented. It's not just that he can do funny voices. He can do things like that burp and impressions. Oh, I love that guy. So anyway, they took Lisa's advice. I didn't bring it in. It was too much for me even. And they had people call in and burp. (laughs) But anyway, I'm going to do a a shortened version. Let's do the burp quiz is what I'm going to call it. Identify this famous burp. (sighs) Oh, my God. Snooki? 
Hey, good job. Yeah. Oh, nice. the answer. I mean, most of the burps that we hear, you know, like Snooky, for instance, a couple of weeks ago on the Jersey Shore, this is a more typical burp you might hear. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, can't believe it's come to this, but next one, uh, Christopher, this is going to be yours. Is that John Belushi? They played this one a lot. It sounds familiar, but I can't place it. Yeah, they played it a lot. Okay, let's hear the answer. But every once in a while, you can be impressed. Like, remember when Jessica Simpson had her reality show and we heard this? And I was like, I mean, first of all, she's a delicate flower. But second of all, that's pretty impressive. So uh, That's the best thing she ever did, if you ask me. This one's for Lindsay. I I know Lindsay's going to get this. LBJ. (laughs) She answered it before I did it. I knew it. Thank you, former President Johnson. <laughs> Just to close out the burp talk, this was uh, the Friday show after they did that great burp segment. Uh, before I get to the show, this news, some quick emails regarding today's show. I think they're, uh, they are well taken. Uh, Bean, of course, uh, won't boil his uh, lobsters. He's got living in his, uh, in his fridge. Yes, yeah, yeah. so they've become pets now, Pinchy and Cloy. I don't think I have the, the, the stones to kill them. Longtime listener Edwin writes, uh, Bean won't boil the cockroaches of the sea, but he puts us through burp radio. Talk about cruelty. <laughs> That's true. It's, it hey, that was Lisa's that was idea, by the way. doesn't care about the listener, just the lobsters. Even Lisa can have a bad idea here and there, I suppose. I, I also wanted to say that the lobster on The Simpsons was named Pinchy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think that's where he got it. I'm not sure because at the end of the week, he still hadn't killed him. I don't know if he ever ate them or not. He I think was he's, talking about releasing them back into the sea. I think he sent them free like Shia LaBeouf did. Shia LaBeouf. Refresh my memory on that one. Was it Shia LaBeouf? Oh, no. It was... Um, who was it that released? It was uh, uh, Edward Furlong. Edward Furlong got really fucking messed up and went into a grocery store and oh. took out their lobsters and tried to send them free. Fun fact. The funny thing was... Bean would not eat the lobsters, but Donna had went and got them at the store herself. And she's like, hmm, that sounds good. Let's have some lobsters. And I don't think they ever ended up eating them, actually. <laughs> okay, let's move on to something fun. Okay. More Lisa May. That'll cleanse the palate. I told them all, all the little gangsters, who you think helped mold them all. Now you want to run around and talk about guns like I ain't got none. What you think I sold them all? Dear Kevin, I mean, this email begins from longtime contributor and listener Edwin. He writes in, tell me what you think about this idea. Right? Edwin! Like every no Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Like everyone, I love Lisa's rapping, but I think we need to come up with her rap name. How about LL Cool May? <laughs> yeah. oh, the LL cool stands May. for Lick Lisa. That's pretty darn good, right? That's a pretty strong. Great name. LL Cool May. Edwin. Well done, my friend. I love it. It yeah, is. Uh, uh, Monday- she won't rap any more than than she would if we didn't give her a rapper name, though, right? <laughs> I mean, we don't run any danger her like rapping more if we give her a rapper name. Though. No, no. I think rap exactly the same fabulous amount. Okay, I have to give Lisa all the credit of the world. She didn't want to rap, but she did it because we asked her to. Yes, and she and she gave it her all. She was committed to it. That's what was awesome about it because she was terrible, but they didn't stop her from being committed to it. Yes. So that was 2012. That's when I gave Lisa May that nickname. And I think it might be in the next couple of weeks, they actually did a contest where they mentioned that, made a jingle with that name. So I was very proud of that. And the fun part was, I remember that was a Monday. I was doing my route. They played that Lisa May rap in the the montage. And I emailed Ralph or Bean. And like the next segment, they read it and she had her nickname. So that was really fun. That shows how responsive they are to their fans. Uh, Let's see. There was a weird story in the news at the time. 
Demi Moore was taken to the hospital for exhaustion. Of course, the celebrity disease. Now we know. Now we know what Demi Moore's <gasps> evil drug of choice is. Why she has to go to rehab. Why she went to the hospital. What? Laughing gas. What? Yay! Unnamed sources tell TMZ that Demi Moore was in her home doing whippets oh. the night the paramedics showed up. Are whippets good? <clears throat> whippets real good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of course, I had to bring that one in. And it was a amazing coincidence because we ran into Queen Jay at the Ralph Report Live. We we're talking and she sent me a clip, some early demos of Whip It by Devo. Whip it. Break your mama's back. Step on the brick. Break your mama's back. Yeah. Yeah, they got a lot better as they gelled as a band later on. No, that's actually tapes of my brother and my friends from like 1978 <laughs> doing our version of Whip It. That's awesome. And that's the way you end the week that was. Back to you, Steve. <laughs> nice. All right. Shall we end this show? How do we end this show? I don't even know. <laughs> Edwin. Uh, okay, I'll try. I'll do my best. Thank you for joining us. Uh, quitters never give up. We're your one-stop shop for everything Kevin and Bean, past, present, and future. Look us up on the socials. And please, for God's sakes, leave us a voice message. And I'm talking to you, Steve Stoneman. All right. Here's this. Bitch, uh -huh. you would have wanted it this way. <laughs> My dear sweet pinchy. <laughs> oh. No more pain where you are now, boy. <laughs> Oh, God, that's tasty. I wish Pinchy were here to enjoy this. <laughs> oh, Pinchy. My homeboy who actually told me about Tinder. What's up, Ray Ray? Um, he told me to get this, like, Pokemans app right here. So I went and got it, and they got these cool little characters like um, dinosaurs and ducks and shit, you know. Then uh, this guy shows up, and he starts calling the Pokemon by the wrong names. I don't know, just on purpose to patronize me, making fun of me. I don't know what his deal was. Uh, he called Bulbasaur. That's Onion Turtle. Geodude. Punchy Rock. Meowth. That cat with them long-ass arms. Ekans. Purple shit. He called Diglett. That's floor shit right there. And Doug Trio. That's three floor shits. He knew Pikachu, but everybody knows Pikachu. Oh, yeah, that's Pikachu right there. He called Weepin' Bell. Oh, that's almost a pair. Weedle. Party Wiener. Beedrill. Everybody know that's Big Dick B. Bees don't even have dicks. It's a stinger. This is a podcast, okay? <laughs> this is not five-minute radio. Let me, let, me, let me go long format here, okay? Just a bunch of idiots.